Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about the classic 2003 infomercial for the Magic Bullet, and we're going to eat vegan versions of a few of the recipes from the infomercial. That's right. It's bullshit episode time. Bow, bow. More like bullet episode. <laughs> More like bullet episode. You're right. I misspoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're traveling. Yeah. So we're trying to get some episodes in the hopper. We sure are. And we promised that we weren't going to watch a movie for a while. So instead of watching a movie, we watched this infomercial, which is one of my favorite pieces of media ever in my life. If you've ever been on my blog, you know that. Um, I talk about it all the time. It's To me, it's the gold standard of infomercials i think it it really has it all back in the day i was so smitten by it that we actually bought the magic bullet and it became a part of our lives for many many years until the motor burned out and we replaced it with something better but this was a good opportunity to to revisit it and i don't know that you had ever watched it all the way through i feel like i have but it has been a really long time it's not as long as i remember it being it's a half hour i remember it being hours long <laughs> maybe, well, maybe it played... i had it on a lot maybe maybe yeah. that's why i also wanted to say real quickly before i forget magic bullet has not compensated us in any way for this episode we are just fans of mick and mimi who you will be introduced to and berman and hazel berman and hazel can't forget about them everybody just all of them all of the people the adult children <laughs> at this party and if you haven't watched the magic bullet infomercial i think it would be helpful and i will put a link to it in the show notes so that you can watch it and experience the magic that is the magic bullet infomercial it's got it all it's got a product that is compelling it's got a narrative that is really just unnecessary <laughs> but also doesn't take itself too seriously like the narrative is bad and knows it and tells you it knows it i feel it's like the kind of acknowledging that you're cheesy and continuing to be cheesy that gives it kind of its charm i think but i'm sorry should we say what the magic bullet is well hold on i think that that will become clear as we go through 
what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But this, so this came out in 2003. It's, it's uh, peak kind of cable, hundreds and hundreds of channels on cable. I feel like we've kind of condensed since then in the, in the sense of the, the cable lineup. But all of these channels were 24-hour channels, and there was a lot of time to fill in the late nights, and so they would... The networks would sell this time to infomercials. I know that I'm like insultingly explaining infomercials, but no, they're you're a different not. thing now. Yeah. Kind of. uh, so my very first job out of college was working for a TV network that was 24 hours. It was a cable network. Mm-hmm. And I worked the overnight shift, which was 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And in training, one of my very first things I did the first week at work was shadow somebody on the board. Um and we just the person the board is like you're you're watching the TV that everyone else is watching to make sure everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I sat and shadowed someone who was watching infomercials all night as their job. And honestly, I thought, what a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, and most of them are these half hour commercials that are really like two to three minute commercials repeated over and over again. It's the same talking points, and and usually it's just people. I think the the meme of it is. They show people and their lives are just in shambles. Like they're opening cabinets and and Tupperware is falling out all over them. Or <laughs> they're trying to grab a hot dog off of the grill and burning their hand or something like that. And just like it's all in black and white and with big red X's on it and stuff like that. Has this ever happened right, to you? exactly. <laughs> and then they, they offer the solution and show how easy it is. But it really is kind of that A and B setup. And they'll do it. They'll do a short segment of it. They'll buy a half hour of time on these networks and they'll do a short segment of it and then just kind of repeat that. If it's three minutes, you repeat it 10 times and then your your slot is up, you know? Sometimes people do fake uh, cooking shows and, you know, in in studio shows where they give the impression that this is a cooking show that normally happens. <laughs> and th- these are, uh, this audience has come to see this person, you know? That's how I ended up with an amazing pasta pot. Yeah. That's what they're Ron Popeil? I don't remember. I just remember it was Christmas Day. Yeah. My whole family was in Atlanta and we were watching TV and yeah. we watched a whole infomercial on the amazing pasta pot and yeah. then we ordered one. It's a pot that has holes in the top. So when the pasta is done, you flip it over instead of putting it into a colander. It's a yeah. ridiculous thing that no one needs. No, here's the thing though. Most of these things are like decent products. They're usually unitasker products. They're yeah. usually wasteful in your kitchen, but very few of them in my experience. And I've seen and engaged in a lot of infomercial <laughs> purchases. Most of them are pretty good at the one thing that they do. Very few of them are garbage. The amazing, There's some yeah. of them. The amazing but. pasta pot was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I no longer have it. I don't remember why I stopped having it. Yeah. Um, so some of them are just straight up commercials repeated back to back. Some of them are fake talk shows or cooking shows, audience in studio shows. And then some of them are just like full-blown narratives. <laughs> Very few of them. And most of them are magic bullet infomercials. The, this kicks off kind of a, a line of magic bullet infomercials. A golden age of it's, magic bullet infomercials, I would, I would say. So they, they kind of riff on the product itself and do like a to-go version or an express version or a baby bullet version for a baby food or, um, and I just saw recently that, uh, 
the original cast got back together for another thing. Oh my gosh, a yeah. reunion. So I think that their popularity also kind of created its own phenomenon too. So it's not just the gold standard of infomercials. It's kind of become, to overstate it, kind of become like a cultural thing too. A very slim, subcultural, cultural thing. A very specific. Yeah. But do you want to... I, I don't want to hold off on what the magic bullet is. So, yes. And you seem to want to explain it. So let's do that. I feel like people need to know. Okay. If you aren't familiar with the magic bullet, it was the first product that was, I'm sure you've seen these before. It's a, it's essentially a food processor, but it's a food processor where you can use the canister as a cup. So you make a smoothie in it, you flip it over, you take the blade off, and then you have a cup to drink your smoothie from. There's tons of these out now, but the Magic Bullet was, as far as I know, the original one mm -hmm. that did this. And then it also had some like regular canisters for if you're not making a smoothie, you know? But yeah. it strikes me as like a food processor for people who don't think they're fancy enough to have a food processor mm. almost. Um, and Y'all, food processors are great, and you deserve one and should have but one in your house. The thing that always held me back from a food processor was processor was they're huge. They're bulky. They take up a lot of space. True. They You make one thing. It chops it all up. Whatever you chopped up gets all over the walls of the food processor, and then you got to clean all that up before you get something else in. And so what the magic bullet tries to do is solve for that by making it have a small footprint, and just giving you a shit ton of containers. So yeah, you can chop up the celery and then the celery is covering up that container. But you know what? There's another one right here that you can put onions in. And yeah. there's another one over here that you can put whatever, you can make a smoothie in, you know? Yes. It, it kind of creates this illusion of a ton of stuff that you're getting for the price of the magic bullet. You're getting like 17 containers. For the low, low price. For the low, low price. <laughs> so also it turns out, I kind of figured this because of the name, but Magic Bullet and Nutribullet are uh -huh. the same company. Yes. I, I wanted to make sure, because it, it could have been that Nutribullet ripped them off and then did it better. But no, it's the yeah. same company. Nutribullet's like a high-speed blender version of the magic bullet which is what we replaced our magic bullet with I, when it wow. burned out i was like well i want this high speed one right and i don't think that it's an accident that it changed names because it shared the name uh, with an adult toy yes actually when i first wanted a magic bullet back in 2003 and i would talk about it sometimes my friends were like clutching their pearls really? <laughs> they, yes i had a couple friends who were like all this time i didn't think that you were mm. talking about a blender <laughs> what kind of pretty friends did we have pretty friends hmm. should we go through what the the magic bullet is we just did no no i mean sorry should we go through the infomercial that's what i was gonna that's what i was getting ready to set up great i'm gonna pull out my notes okay so mick and mimi these are our hosts Mick is an Australian man. Mimi is an American woman. America woman. <laughs> um, they, I guess, are married. The the infomercial just throws us to like, now here's Mick and Mimi with no explanation of who they are. You don't really need an explanation of who they are. The whole thing is set up at presumably their house in their kitchen. They had a party and... The party got out of hand the night before they had a party. The party got out of hand. This is kind of what you suss out as the infomercial progresses. 
everybody slept over at the party. And now they're kind of ambling back out into the kitchen like they're waking up, some having a tougher time of it than others. So they come out to this kitchen. Mick and Mimi are behind the counter in the kitchen. And Presumably they've been up for hours. Yeah, no, they don't they don't sleep. Either they don't sleep or alcohol doesn't affect them because they are chipper, they are sharp as a as a tack and ready to go. And on this counter is initially two magic bullets. Uh, the base, the motor parts of the magic bullets. Two magic bullets just sitting out. A huge spread of fruit. Like so much every fruit. type of fruit. There's a plate that's like a cheese dip plate. Like the whole counter is filled with ingredients. There's leftover chicken. Right. There's tomatoes. Well, the leftover chicken they bring out. I think. Oh, they bring that out. Right. Well, that's good. But so there's there... all kinds of produce. There's like a big bowl of tomatoes. There's some jalapenos. There are also crucial crucial to the infomercial a bowl of already peeled tiny onions like right. the little like um cherry tomato size right. tiny onions those are very those are like very important to the infomercial i just want to make sure that we mention the tiny onions i love them i did not purchase tiny onions yeah. for any of the things we made i got a big onion cut it into chunks yeah i don't think you've set up that part of this well we said in the intro that right. we were going to eat some of the and then we talked a lot about yeah so I made four of the recipes that they made in the infomercial. Should I list them? Do you, okay. I made. Uh, they made an omelet. I did it as a scramble in the microwave because I'm I'm not making an omelet. Okay. That's not something I'm going to do today. It's just not on my menu. Um, I made the cheesy chicken dip that they made. It's vegan. Don't worry. I also made a chicken salad, a curried chicken salad, and I made fresh salsa okay all in the magic bullet all in the magic bullet all in one minute or less i'm sure (laughs) once i but yeah well mick and mimi don't show you the prep time but yes well okay (laughs) so i was going to get to that but since you said it the whole selling point throughout the whole infomercial is how quick it is to make these meals how these are one minute meals these are six minute meals these are you make muffins in 10 minutes or whatever you know and that's true if you start counting at the time that you start using the magic bullet. Right. There's They don't count for the time that you're chopping up fruit or, you know, chopping up chicken or getting all of the ingredients ready to put into the magic bullet, which is the lion's share of, of food preparation. Yes. The other thing that they don't account for is measuring spices because y'all, none of these, the chicken salad has curry powder in it. Not a single other dried herb or spice or even salt and pepper mm. in these recipes. And yep. so measuring out dried spices it takes a takes a minute if you're going to season something. Because usually there's at least a few. And yep. in four recipes, I thought I'd be measuring out quite a few things, but no. Yeah. Um, so fruits yeah. out on the counter. The guests are all coming out. Berman comes out. Oh, Berman. Berman's this heavyset bald dude who's like a caricature of like the middle age yeah right yeah like he comes out clearly hungover scratching his belly just crabby just crabby um he comes out they they kind of lay into berman quite a bit throughout the whole infomercial yeah they're Uh, rough on playfully Mm -hmm. and berman earns it he yeah he's he's a crab you know he's a crabby crab he's a, a baby 
a baby human who is middle-aged, who is resistant to nutrition and health <laughs> and any food that's not alcohol. <laughs> it's true. Herman. Um, so Mick and Mimi make a smoothie with all the fruit that's there. That's what they, they open with the smoothie. They also make omelets. They crack some eggs into the containers and pluck, like you were saying, all of the the vegetables from, from the counter. Mm-hmm. Mimi keeps saying that things take three seconds or five seconds. The way the, she counts. And then she holds it down and goes, one, two, <laughs> three, like really, really long counts to, to get to three. They talk about, I'm pulling out my notes now. They talk about how fast the preparation is. And that's because they're not counting the time that you actually are preparing the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they make muffins. And this is a, a huge thing, is that Mick likes one type of muffin and Mimi likes another type of muffin. Classic and Mick and Mimi. this was a huge problem for them up until the magic bullet. And now, because it's a smaller container, they can make the the, the flavors that they both want. They can split a six muffin tin down the middle and make three blueberry, three banana, and it saved their marriage. Um, while the muffins are cooking, Hazel comes out. Ah, oh, Hazel. Hazel. <laughs> is If Berman looks rough. Hazel is smoking inside the house. Hazel walks out with a cigarette in her mouth. Lit. The cigarette never leaves her mouth. Really. 2003, smoking inside the house. She Her hair's a mess. If Berman looks rough, she looks like a bomb went off. Yeah, poor Hazel. Yeah. She had a tough night. She's... Got particular views as well on food, which we'll get to in a second. In particular. Oh, another just, I would say, like the foil of the magic bullet. Yeah. Well, the foil of food. The foil the of way cooking. That, yeah. That the magic bullet puts it. But anyway, so I have a note. They have four magic bullets on the counter at this point. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Hey, so you mentioned that they made an omelet. Yeah. Did you make the omelet? I made the omelet. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me check my notes because I tried to do it just the way Mick and Mimi did it. I did not. The magic bullet comes with like a booklet that has things, these recipes and presumably other ones Mm -hmm. with like measurements. I did this all based on the infomercial that we watched three nights ago. Yeah. And I jotted down notes. So when they said things like some, a little bit. So measurements, I did not do. Uh, the omelet I used, they obviously used eggs. I used just egg, liquid, uh, tomato, pepper, and onions. So you put all that in the magic bullet. Oh, I told the kid there was cheese in it. There's not. Uh, you put all that in the magic bullet. One, two, <laughs> three. And then, uh, I guess, I don't know. I just pulsed it until the veggies seemed chopped. Uh, Do you want to you give your full disclosure here? That you didn't use a magic bullet. Oh, yeah. Hey, full disclosure. Like Dave said, we don't have a magic bullet. We also, we owned a magic bullet like 20 years ago and uh, replaced it with a Nutribullet like 10 years ago. We've burned out those blenders. Uh, So now um, I am on to, I have a KitchenAid blender and you can purchase like a top for it that's like the magic bullet where you have the blade and you have the screw on things. So I use the magic bullet-ish thing that we have, but Mm -hmm. it's not a magic bullet. Um, Thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, So this is the... They then proceed to pour the uh, omelet into a cold-ass pan. Yeah. 
not a sizzle. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut away. Yeah. Um, I look. It's Saturday. I overslept. I just didn't want to overslept. Yeah. I woke up. I don't think you ever. I, this I is up, what time you always get up. Yeah. I, look. So I guess you always oversleep. I do okay. on Saturdays. I I slept long it's and I woke up in. lazy. Yeah. I slept in. I was a real hazel go. today. Well. The point is, I was not going to make an omelet. So I did this uh, Dave's weekday style and just made the scramble in the microwave. Dave's weekday style? Yeah. Like you used to do this on the weekdays. You do a just egg scramble in the microwave. I did that for like one week. Okay. Well, I did that. Okay. So I'm in. It's not my brand. Anyway, I put all this in a little glass container. I microwaved it for a minute at a time, stirring in between the way that Dave used to do his scrambles. Why are you taking two bites? I'm just taking one. I just had breakfast. I think I overcooked it a little. I think I mistook the liquid from the tomatoes mm. as being uh, undercooked just egg. The face that Dave is making right now. I actually think it's fine. The texture's really bad. Yeah, it's not for me. The flavor's fine. It's uh, watery. That's from the tomato. I know. That they put... They put cherry tomatoes mm. in the magic bullet to do exactly this. Anyway. Yeah, but like an omelet. Yeah. You like gets much more cooked. It becomes pancakey, you know? Yeah. True. Anyway. Yuck. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, so we tried this. The thing is that this one was hot, so I wanted to try it while it was still hot. Okay, so one of the characters they talk about how many devices the Magic bullet can replace one of the characters. She's a very vocal character, but I don't think she has a name. Okay. I think only Berman and Hazel have names, but I could be wrong. She looks a lot like Mimi, this character that I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. She's the Mimi on the other side of the counter. The customer Mimi. Yeah. She talks about how it would be handy to have the magic bullet to replace all of those, quote, Appliance contraptions we got as wedding gifts. Appliance contraptions. Contraptions. Yeah. You know, contraptions. Contraptions. This sounds like a... <laughs> it's a very old-timey way to put it. Town-to-town yeah. like wagon where the sides open up and the guy comes through with... The, which I guess was the infomercial back then of the day. <laughs> um, it takes up the same space as a coffee mug, which I got to say. Legit point. True. There's a reason that the magic bullet took off. It was it's pretty cool. But there's Mick, a reason there are a million copycats now too. It's Mick, pretty cool. Mick makes this point and then he kind of gets threatening. He says, So you're gonna leave it on your counter and you're gonna want it there. <laughs> because you're gonna his point being you're gonna make so much stuff with it. You use it but every it, day. Yeah. You can put it away. It makes sense to put it away. It fits in a ca- in a cabinet the same that it fits out on your counter you don't it's not a good look to have your magic bullet just sitting out on the counter no put it either magic bullet is not a good look to have sitting out (laughs) on the counter um and then mimi asked the group what's the worst food to prepare oh can i can i can i well hold on oh she are you gonna do the riddle oh no i was gonna do the 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 line she asks what the worst food to prepare is and says and every meal starts with it. <laughs> Stinky, nasty garlic. I got to give you a note. I wrote it down as we... Garlic. Were... 
stinky, <gasps> nasty garlic. Garlic. It's more dramatic. It's so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, garlic is the bane of this woman's existence. That's hazel. Hazel That's comes hazel? in with that. Yeah. Garlic. Garlic. Stinky, nasty garlic. And she's oh. got her cigarette dangling from her fingers. Just while two she inches says of it. ash. Yep. <laughs> um so they talk about how garlic this quickly chops up garlic. Then they talk Mimi talks about how you can chop an onion in it. It's so efficient. She says there's no time to cry. To which I had a note. Mimi, there's always time to cry. <laughs> uh, they start making salsa for the big game. Berman treats this as an, an affront that salsa and the magic bullet is somehow impossible. He has seen a smoothie. He has seen an omelet. He has seen muffins. He has seen garlic. Um, he's seen the onion getting chopped. But somehow he's not convinced that this could make salsa. They had just made guacamole. But for some reason, salsa, impossible. He doesn't think it's going to taste good. I guess that's his point. Like, Well, Berman, we're going to find out because I made the salsa. But I do have to get uh, the chips. I left them in the kitchen. So Berman is dubious, but he likes the salsa, to be clear. So let's see how we do. So the salsa is the most recipiest thing in this infomercial, they tell you five cherry tomatoes, some cilantro, half a jalapeno, and two cloves of garlic. Measurements. Thank you. So um, that's what I did. I put it in there. One. Two. Three. All right. I got a chip. I got my salsa. It looks like salsa. Very uh, dense salsa. Yeah. So, Berman's dubious, um, but he tries it and he likes it. He gives it kind of a, hmm, okay. <laughs> if this is Berman's standard, I get it. I get Berman's whole thing. Because his standards are low. This is garbage salsa. Yeah. No offense. There's no salt. There's no pepper. There's no citrus in it. It needs lime juice. It needs salt and pepper. Yeah. I I feel like part of the reason that the magic bullet recipes take like one minute is because you just leave a bunch of stuff out. Like, yeah, if you cut a recipe down to take out like half the ingredients, it's going to be faster. This this tastes like if I got the chips and salsa for free when you sit down at like Chi-Chi's or something. (laughs) And... Maybe Berman is maybe that's Berman's exposure. Maybe that's Berman's salsa. jam. He maybe he likes it. Some people like weird stuff. But you, you tell me all the people in that room. Do you think any of them have any exposure to any culture at all? Yeah. Also, I will uh, this is a thing that I should mention. I made this salsa yesterday, uh-huh. so it has have a, had a whole overnight for the flavors to meld. Yeah. That means it's better now yeah. than it would have been if we had made this yesterday. I yeah. just wanted to point that it's out. It's also, continuing my point, it's worth pointing out that this is a room full of white people. A room full of white people, yep. yeah. Oh, I put onion in there even though they didn't because I thought... Okay. Did you cry? No time for tears, Dave. Did you cry about anything else though? Oh, yeah. I usually find something. I wept softly. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Berman's dubious but likes the salsa. Berman's wrong. 
they're making salsa for the big game. That's that's how Mick tees it up. Uh, then they make some chicken salad. They grab some chicken breasts from the leftover from the barbecue last night. Mm-hmm. Are you showing it to me? I also made the chicken salad. <laughs> She's everybody. holding it up next to her head. This chicken salad has raisins in it, which is obscene. It's a curry chicken salad, so I guess maybe the raisins oh, okay. are a thing. Yeah. Fine. It's so, like that one at Ethos. Yeah. Yeah. Whole Foods used to have one too, a curry chicken Whole salad. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Whole Foods had a curry chicken salad with raisins in it too. I don't know if they still do. Um, it was vegan, everyone. So what are we doing? Are we going to eat that or are we going to look at it? Yeah, we're going to eat it. Okay. So this is the one from we're the... three quarters of the way through the recipes that you made. I know. Did you make the mousse? I didn't. Because oh. we don't have a whipping blade on our thing. You need the whipping oh, blade. Oh, shit. The magic bullet. That's Had... a point for the magic bullet. I know. So they make a chocolate mousse Wait, in there. Okay. So you could do a chip or you could do is the fork. A chip and chicken salad. A tortilla chip and chicken salad. Curry chicken salad. Hell no. I'm a fork it. Dave, this is good. Yeah, pretty good. So I used tofurkey chicken style seitan. And then I just put curry powder, mayo, and raisins. And then, you know, the one, two, three. I also had to like remove the blender and kind of shake it and then put it back, which I think is the magic bullet version of scraping down the sides mm. to get yeah. the big chunks of stuff to get back down by the blades, you know? Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to keep that. We'll make sandwiches. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Then they move on to dinner. And... When they when they do this, Hazel breaks in unsolicited and says, "Yeah, dinner. Dinner's always a production. Ah, oh, such a production." And all of the examples, maybe not all, all the examples I can re- recall are sauces to go on top of dinner. Like the magic bullet turns into a sauce maker. Mm-hmm. They make an Alfredo sauce, yep. which I I almost did, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to make a bunch of pasta just for this. So I have a couple of notes before we get there, or just one note. Yeah, is that, and we had spoken about it while we were watching it. Mick and Mimi have a beautiful routine. They are oh. throwing. There is not a, a a dull moment in their presentation. There's not even a lull. Like they hand off to each other and take it back. It is timed out perfectly. The rhythm of it is so good. I'm not even like like they're making flawless. a joke about it. Like no. they're really good at it. There's yeah, like I feel like something for an infomercial to become so iconic, like you have to have like that balance of bad to good. And they, they do some things really well. Yeah. It's yeah. hokey, yeah. It, but it winks at itself. And their timing is flawless. I yeah. agree. And they're the blocking, the way that they're moving around the kitchen. Like, it's just so, like, so tight. Mm-hmm. It's so tight. It's, okay. like, choreographed. Yeah. So then they make pesto pasta first. And my note is that pesto pasta looks fucking gross because it really looks like if you were to buy plastic, like a toy pesto pasta for a toddler to use in their <laughs> toy kitchen, it would look like this. It looks like a rubber sauce poured out over... Some rubber noodles. It looked so gross. Yeah, they overblended that pesto. Also, they, the, I, I just want to say, y'all, pesto pasta was always a 15, 20-minute meal. You don't need a magic bullet yeah. <laughs> to bake pesto. But but great job. That I mean, sure, I guess if you're looking for quick meal ideas, throw that in there. Yeah. The fettuccine, I have in my notes. Is that the, the Alfredo? Yes. The fettuccine looks like garbage. Again, same thing. It just looks disgusting. You're a food infomercial. Yeah. I mean, I think that kind of looks like Alfredo sauce. Nary a vegetable on that plate. Here's the thing, though. Like, this sauce, there was the noodle bed. Mm -hmm. And then this sauce poured on top of the noodle bed. Not into the noodles. On top of the noodle bed. So that it looked like a fried egg (laughs) footprint on top of the noodles. Yeah, they don't toss it in. Right. And it's the most unappealing. It, maybe it tasted fine, but it's just unappealing. And it's like, you're a food infomercial. You can fake it. Yeah. You're faking it for half of this stuff anyway. Yeah, it was too thick, I think. Yeah. They needed more liquid. Yeah. Like me, it's too thick. Mm-hmm. Two C's. Then they move into dessert territory. And this is where... Oh, wait. Before they move into dessert territory, they uh, make coffee grounds. Do you want to address this, Dave? No, go. What? Well, I don't, I'm not that good at coffee. Yeah. I thought you could speak to, because you said something about the coffee grounds and I was like, oh, Dave knows about coffee grounds. Well, no, the thing about like grinding your own coffee is that you grind it to a certain point, like of coarseness or fineness. 
And, but again, like, I if, feel like if those, these guys are eating yeah. Chi Chi salsa. Yeah. And they're, you know, at that point, they want the coffee just ground. Yeah. They want it ground so they can put it in the coffee maker. And more power to them if that's all that you're looking for out of it. But he was just like, he was treating it like this fancy treat yourself by grinding your own coffee with this thing. To which it's like, it grinds it so that it's not whole bean. Like yeah. it just grinds it. And then, yeah, your coffee is going to taste fresher than if that similar granularity had been sitting out. But that doesn't mean that that makes it good coffee. I see. You know? Okay. Can we move on to dessert now? <laughs> Let's move on to dessert. So this is where the whipping blade comes out. Yes, the whipping blade. The whipping blade that I never knew we had. Mm-mm. They don't label these blades. No. So good luck. I mean, label it when you buy the magic bullet so that you know after you throw away all of the instructions and stuff. But there's a whipping blade. The whipping blade makes it looks pretty good. The chocolate mousse that they make. Yeah. looks pretty tasty. It does. Mimi also makes a sorbet. Oh, that's right. With orange juice and what? Raspberries, I think. And ice. Raspberry sorbet. <laughs> um, and what? Ice. Ice? Okay. Ice. I would right. imagine. I, I didn't sure. write that one down. She I, makes a sorbet, serves yeah. it around. Then. Or was it frozen fruit? Maybe it was orange juice and then frozen fruit. No, it wasn't because they've got the fresh fruit played out. Mm-hmm. So, so they must have put ice in that. there. She's, they're picking from that the whole time. And then Mick reveals that the magic bullet is, quote, the ultimate party machine. <laughs> uh, so he makes nachos with them. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, you get the ingredients and then cheese. Yeah, that nachos recipe kind of looks like my six-minute queso. Yeah. It's, you just, yeah, you don't need a blender at all to do that. But then the the husband of customer Mimi, who also doesn't have a name, I have a note that this guy turns into a baby for those nachos. Yeah, yeah, nachos are my favorite. Give them here. He gets real grabby for the nachos and eats them and loves them. Then Mick, Mick or Mimi talk about how the Magic Bullet also makes frozen drinks. Legit applause at this. At this. I mean, this is a party crowd. People, 10 a.m., mm-hmm. Hair of the Dog. They're ready. They actually talk about Hair of the Dog earlier with Berman. Uh, when he comes <laughs> out, they hand Berman a smoothie and make jokes that it's Hair of the Dog. But then he's like, no, it's a, it's a nutritious smoothie. Oh, that smoothie moment is also when we learn that Berman hates vegetables. Oh, yeah. And they show you, they make him a green smoothie and change his life, everyone. Yeah. He, okay, so they make frozen drinks. The big selling point here is that the Magic Bullet comes with drink attachments. So they have handles on them and you can just make the drink in the magic bullet. And then you've got your, your cup. You don't have to pour it into a cup. And there are different colored toppers that you can put on each one so that you know which color is yours. If you have a red topper, that's your drink. Somebody else has a yellow topper. It's like a wine ring. Right. We used to do this. Wine charm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We used to do this. This was a selling point for us when we yeah. purchased our magic bullet. We were like frozen drinks. Well, we were smooth. We made our smoothies and the drink things. Yeah. And that was our... We also tried frozen drinks. I didn't do very good at it because I put Coke in one time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And it like fizzed all over the place. You remember? Allie was over. Yeah. Yeah. It's for... Uh, <laughs> Friend of the show, Allie. Yeah, friend of the show, Allie. Hi, Allie. Um, so, 
yeah applause at the mention of frozen drinks they make all the frozen drinks it uh i think that's kind of the end of the story portion the first story portion yeah and then it goes into actual like commercial territory and mm-hmm. starts using outside footage to talk about the other stuff that it does. It also, though, reuses full clips from what we just watched. Yeah. In the spirit of what Dave was saying at the beginning about how some infomercials will just loop. Mm-hmm. They did this as well. Not as hardcore, though, but they took like full clips from the mm-hmm. story portion and just dropped them into this commercial part. I think which were pretty funny. Probably of the 30 minute infomercial, probably 20 minutes is this bit at the t- at the kitchen with Mick and Mimi hosting mm-hmm. and probably 10 minutes afterwards is the other stuff that we're about to talk about. Yeah. So they make a cream of broccoli soup. I also have a note that cream of broccoli soup looks like garbage. Oh my gosh, it looks so bad. They talk about the cyclonic cutting zone and then they cut to a diagram of <laughs> the magic bullet where the blade at the bottom shoots the food up the sides of the container and then it falls back into the center of the container. There's a big down arrow in the center of the container. So it creates that cyclonic cutting zone, which mm-hmm. uh, recycles the food around and around and around and allows it to get chopped up, which I imagine is true of anything that chops anything. I wonder if the shape of the canister helps with that, but I don't know. Like with a food processor, like a f- regular uh-huh. one with the wider bowl. Uh-huh. You have to stop and scrape down the sides to get things back down to gotcha. the blade. If you're doing something like if you're doing a pesto or something, you'll uh-huh. end up with like basil leaves stuck to the sides. Just you got to scrape it. It's not that hard. You got know, it. you just stop, yep. do that and then continue. Yeah. Um, But I wonder if the shape, you know, but now everyone anyway. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if the shape helps things fall back down. OK, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, there's a woman standing in front of a mirror and she drinks one sip of a smoothie and then checks her waistline in front of the mirror. Gosh, I love that part. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, I have a note, I guess it's kind of a meta note. They show people using the magic bullet to make things to pour on good food that wasn't made by the magic bullet. Yes. Yes. And then they show like it's a two minute sauce or something. And then they show a plate of like broccoli that looks great and then they pour this goopy gooey cheese sauce on it right or like a gourmet steak or something like that and then they pour like some white sauce on top of it which is also like okay um now then they talk about the add-ons oh yes so if you participate so we bought our magic bullet at bed bath and beyond got 20 percent off But we just got the standard bullet. And I remember this being an issue at the time of like, I was sweating, do I do this and pay less for the magic bullet? Or do I do it through the phone number of the website that's being advertised on the infomercial, pay more, but get these additional add-ons? I think we made the right decision. We made the right decision. But these add-ons made it a tough choice. Mm -hmm. The add-ons are a juicer and a food processor. Yeah. Right? Yes. The whole thing's a food processor. Right. But now they a have bigger... a separate food processor right. add-on. Right. Oh, and isn't there a blender? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's a, a blender, blender and a canister. Juicer. It's a blender and a juicer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a blender canister, which is handy because if you want to make... Uh, oh, no, no, no. Two smoothies. It's a juicer and blender is one of them. Oh. And a food processor is the other one. Whoa. Yeah. The blender canister would have been handy in like right. a few situations, but you can just 
do batches. Well, so we go back to Mick and Mimi and the gang mm-hmm. after they announce these two add-ons. And they do a mini version of what they did before for the juicer and blender. They make carrot juice, everybody. But hold on. They make a milkshake first. Oh, they do. Right. They pour the ice cream in. They get all the ingredients together and make a milkshake. And then they attach the blues, the bluecer, the juicer. And my note is you can just hear the motor dying on this carrot juice. So they put, <laughs> they do an easy juice and then they put the carrots in there for the carrot juice. And this thing whines, this <laughs> whines. I was like, why did this have to be live? Why couldn't you cut this down? They could have also um, done something about that audio. Or just not post. made carrot juice. Or just not made carrot yeah. juice. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about, they're using the juicer as a way to... Oh, no, this is the part where Berman hates veggies. They use this part to talk about how you should have five servings a day of fruits and vegetables. And Berman says, quote, nobody eats like that. Nobody. Berman, I have bad news for you. Berman actually says, yuck, I hate broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, they do put broccoli. Broccoli juice does sound terrible. But then Berman likes it. Yeah. They they give him the juice. Berman likes it. Because they put a whole pineapple right. in there. And then Mick agrees that vegetables do taste yucky. <laughs> and that's the last we hear from Mick. <laughs> that's the closing line of the infomercial. <laughs> you're right, Berman. Vegetables are yucky. Uh, and then we cut back into kind of commercial territory for the rest of the, the infomercial. What do you think? Let me consult my notes here. There was a point where they're making the Alfredo where Mimi puts all the ingredients in and puts mm-hmm. the lid on and then Mick like yanks it from oh, her yeah. hand in a real let the man do it kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one moment, I think it struck me because like you were saying, they're it's so flowy. Yeah, it's yeah. choreographed yeah. like to within an inch of its life. And that moment just felt like not. Yeah. Either it wasn't or she missed her handoff cue and he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was just, it was jarring to me and also funny. <laughs> also, um, there were, like you said, four motors on the counter. They must have used 150 yeah. of the canisters, like yeah. the top things, to make this spread of yeah. however many things. They're just going through them left and right. And to their credit, they're keeping the counter relatively clean, like yeah, of, of cluttered plastic containers. There's you know? Surely there's a bin on the floor yeah. that they're just... Um, they're and using the microwave a lot. They're using the micro. Oh, speaking of the microwave, we did gloss over. There's a chicken and cheese dip. So let me dip. Right. So this is, hang on. All right. This is from near the beginning, but we, this is the same um, tofurkey. It was, I used one package of the tofurkey uh, chicken style seitan to make the, the dip and the chicken salad. This dip. This dip, this, this dip. dip. It's cheese, peppers, and chicken. That's it. I, instead of regular peppers, used jalapeno. Is it vegan? It's vegan, everyone. I used the other half of the jalapeno in this. It's fine. The tofurkey chicken is seasoned. And I feel like that, in both cases, is helping these chicken dishes. I think it's working against it. Salty. And it's because of the tofurkey chicken. Yeah, because cheese is already salty. If tofurkey ended up, it was revealed that the the fake meat was just a front for its true salt business, I wouldn't be surprised. 
just owns some salt mines somewhere. Yeah. They just created Tofurky to move their salt. Yeah. It's fine. It's a cheesy dip. I could have put more cheese. Once again, mm, two things I wanted to say. First of all, the small canister is pretty small, but that's what they used for this. Yeah. It was so overfilled. Like I couldn't fit enough cheese in it uh, to make it cheesy enough, but I didn't want to. Right. I actually, after blending, you know, it gets smaller because the big pieces break down. I put another piece of cheese in there. Anyway, not great, everyone. Um, but we made it. I made but, it and we ate it. What is great. Mm-hmm. And let's let's be honest here. We got the magic bullet for ourselves. I don't know if we made that clear. Oh, yeah. We purchased it with our own I'm money. Joking. Oh. Because every five minutes we're like, we got it too. Well, we did. Yeah. We never made this shit with the magic bullet. Mm-mm. We didn't even make salsa or anything with the magic bullet. We would use it to, as a food processor to chop up ingredients. Mm-hmm. And we would use it for smoothies. Mm-hmm. 99% of our use. Basically a smoothie that. machine. And it's amazing for that and reasonably priced for that. I don't know that it's great for all of this shit that they're talking about. The chicken salad was good. I'd do that again. All right. That yeah. was easy. Okay. Well, but we didn't. We didn't. No. We had it for 10 years and we didn't. No. And we had a Nutribullet after that and didn't, right. which is essentially the same thing, but faster. So with with so many infomercials, it's scratching an itch that you think you have, but you maybe don't have. But I think that, and I'm going to sound like a snoot, but that mentality, Mick and Mimi themselves, is very... 90s early 2000s american capitalism Mm -hmm. you know of just like well why shouldn't i have this egg cooker why shouldn't i have this single use device that that improves my life in one way it's like this jetsons mentality kind of (laughs) evolved to just well, I'm going to just go wall-to-wall plastic in my house of like all of these electronic or electric appliances that that scratch these itches so that I'm ready for anything so that I'm all my bases will be covered, you know? And I think infomercials really really reach into that part of your brain or your organizational process and like yank it open to make you really receptive to these solutions, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Magic Bullet goes further than most at becoming a more utility appliance, you know? Yeah. But I think like, like Mick and me, I'm shocked that they did not go on to sell more products that they didn't go Ron Popeil. Yeah. Cause they're because incredible. They're great. And I wonder why they didn't, you know, there's their enthusiasm and routine could be applied to any product. It's not specific to the magic bullet. Maybe that, maybe they had more of a personal stake in the magic bullet than most, you know, uh, pitch, pitchmen, pitch people. Is pitch people? That's where I, I stopped up. I'd rather ungender it. No, let's do it. Pitch persons. Pitch persons. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it was. Maybe they were magic bullet more invested in, in the magic bullet. But whatever the case, it was a shame it's a shame that they did not expand to other products, but they continue the magic bullet storyline. And it is a storyline. It evolves and grows. Some events happen that kind of betray belief 
A little bit. <laughs> There's a little bit of fan service that goes on in later ones. <laughs> no. I don't want to spoil, but we're definitely going to go to those. We're going to... Next bullshit episode's probably going to be Magic Bullet to go. Oh, boy. But... Um, Look forward to us disliking some other foods that we made. And they're all good. The, the subsequent ones are all good, but none of them are as great and magical as this one that came out of nowhere. And... Is really just everything. It's it really everything. Is. It's so good that it spawned remakes, and we watched <laughs> one of them, and I was hoping we could talk about it. So this one, I feel... It had like 50 views on YouTube. I know. It should have it so had, many more. This, But also, I'm torn about shining a light on it because it's a bunch of high school kids. Yeah, or college, making, maybe. Making a, it's high school kids. Making a reenactment <laughs> of the Magic Bullet infomercial. It's yeah. very, very funny. I These also, kids are incredible. They play multiple roles. I did this sort of thing with my friends when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I would be devastated if a podcast <laughs> 10 <laughs> years later pointed to the ill-placed YouTube decision that i made and i don't know like oh it's so good though it's they very did a very funny very good job it's very very they funny. play multiple roles the person who plays both mick and tricked you hazel i thought was two different kids yeah dave had to be like that's the same kid yeah <laughs> they did i laughed so hard they must it have shot very, it very out of order it was it's yeah. a feat and i feel like if anything these kids should be so proud of themselves it's like a sleepover activity yeah. <laughs> There's like five kids playing all of the characters in the Magic Bullet infomercial. And just ruining someone's so Magic good. Bullet yeah. to do it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> they say things like, what if you don't have time for a regular lunch? <laughs> Which I think is basically the central tenet of the Magic Bullet empire <laughs> Yeah, in a lot of ways. That's true. Um, also, whoever is working the camera did a great job on the handheld. <laughs> didn't make me nauseous that's a feat i get very nauseous from handheld if it goes on for too long and um yeah it was just we watched it uh after watching the magic bullet infomercial it was recommended wasn't it in the like watch next uh, it was it was i had to dig you had to scroll yeah. a little bit we were scrolling and looking to see what else there was Well, because there is this fandom like there are super cuts there are all the best berman moments there oh, are all yeah. the best hazel moments and these are all worth watching like and you can any infomercial that you can slice up this many ways and that fans are slicing up this many ways shows like how special it is yeah you know? it feels so weird to be outwardly discussing how special I think the Magic Bullet infomercial But is. it really is. Like, the Magic Bullet itself is a cool product. Fine. Like, buy it or don't. Your life may or may not be changed. Probably not. But the infomercial is life-changing, and you should definitely <laughs> watch it. It's incredible. It really is. It's just, it's something you should put on late at night. It's 30 minutes. Put it on as a and nightcap. It's it, just, it's just a delight. Imagining <laughs> that... There was a world where nobody was doing this sort of thing. And somebody said, no, this is what I think an infomercial should be like. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll write it. Okay. I get it that nobody thinks there's value in a scripted infomercial that tells a story, but I'll write it. Okay. And like, that's what it was, was somebody really wanted to make this. 
Yeah. Not they didn't have to make it. I mean, they did have to make it, but you could have gotten away with so much less mm-hmm. and probably done as good a job selling the magic bullet without doing all of it. But somebody just threw their back into it, created Berman, created Hazel, created this party that we never see, <laughs> created the <laughs> aftermath of this party that, that has all of these people staying over. These grown adults, six grown adults staying over yeah. at a at a cookout. A cookout turned wild, I guess. Yeah. Also, some of them, I'm presuming there's a pool house involved because some of them wander in and they're all in pajamas and like yeah. robes and some of them wander in they from brought outside. Their pajamas. They did. Oh, yeah. They Tells me. Tells me. Maybe there was a little bit more to this party last night than. Maybe more than one kind of magic bullet yeah. was involved. Oh, my. <laughs> but. There's a world before the magic bullet infomercial and there's a world after. And the in a world after, if you were to create a scripted infomercial or you were to try to add any sort of extra sauce to your infomercial, you would be it would be assumed that you were doing that because of the magic bullet infomercial. And you would be. Probably, yes. But you couldn't arrive at that like before the magic bullet infomercial? That person, whoever made that, didn't have any of that. You know, they didn't have any point of reference for it. They were just like, I want to make a magical infomercial. Yeah, it does. I guess when you step back, seem like a ridiculous thing for us to talk about for however long we've been talking, 45 minutes. But gosh, it's just such a delight. It's real good. And I was really excited about making some of the foods from it because I don't know. It just felt, it feels immersive to me yeah. to talk about it and eat it at the yeah. same time, even though most of this food was not great. Yeah. A few misses in there. <laughs> three misses and, three, three and, misses. One, and one, one medium. One near miss. <laughs> and one, okay. Yeah. But thanks for making them. Hey, you're And thanks welcome. for staying up late with me and watching the, the Magic Bullet infomercial. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Dave, I'd do it again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I will. We'll yeah. watch the, the Bullet to Go. Yep. Yep. There's also a grill one that I think is making Mimi. So maybe my earlier point about them not branching out. I think I I did one for my blog that was making Mimi on a grill that's like an electric grill or something like that. So maybe we will do that one for the Patreon since that's not true. Magic bullet. But yeah. For uh, the Patreon. We'll see what ACAST says, right? Yeah. Because I think ACAST reached out and they, they might... <laughs> They might, uh, you know, reach out and get a sponsor if we're if we keep up the magic bullet line. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What a magical time! Thank you for listening. Yes. Gosh. And I will put all these recipes in the show notes in case you want to eat the things that we ate. Yeah. I'd, I'd maybe wake them up a little bit with yeah <laughs> some ingredients that you know you like. Yeah. Definitely take these recipes with a grain of salt, literally. <laughs> well, unless it's tofurkey, in which case the salt is covered. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. Don't even check. Mr. Pink Phone still reigns supreme. You sure? Yeah, I just checked. Huh. Oh. I hate listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> we will read your review on the pod. <laughs> 
You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And I gotta say, there's this TikTok thing happening right now where there's this guy who walks with his dogs. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. And guy couldn't be more smug, but he's like bragging about how well-trained his dogs are, that he doesn't need to keep them on a leash. And that... Um, he like tells him to stop and then walks like a tenth of a mile away while he's giving the spiel on the TikTok, and then he says like free or something like that and then they they come up to him and he talks about how well trained the dogs are and how leashes are really just like making up for a lack of obedience and all this stuff most just the smuggest piece of work uh and and he ah uh, uh, it's just it keeps coming up in my feed and it's making me Normally, I like how joyful and positive TikTok is, but this guy is really starting to poison that well for me. Leash your dog, everyone. It protects your dog. It protects your dog because if your dog is very well trained, that's awesome. But if they have a bad moment and they go bite someone, your dog is the one who suffers. Leash your dog. It also helps you protect your dog if another unleashed dog that is not as well trained as your perfect angel dog comes and attacks your dog and you need to pull your dog out. Mm Mm-hmm. You, you would need a leash to do that. Yeah. Leash your dog. It keeps your dog safe. There is nothing admirable or flexy about your well-trained dog. No. Leash them. If you love your dog, leash your dog. And help control the pet population. Get your pet spayed and neutered. <laughs> and we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? You want to tell us about why you don't leash your dog? Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com dot com. Dot com. Dot com. You can get a little mick in there. <laughs> I think it's all the Bridgerton I watched last Bob's time. Bob's your uncle. Becky's your aunt. <laughs> he says that in the Magic Bullet infomercial. That's me. I'm your aunt, everyone. Yeah. That's talking without the G. You can also direct message us on Twitter or Instagram, and I will respond to you personally because that's what I do. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.